say this this is tony kristen walker i hope you enjoy it. i'm really testing out some new equipment I, that i just bought to improve the quality of my podcast just this one and um same car different day so just kind of be patient hopefully i'm still gonna be talking about things that you guys find interesting and exciting and all the good stuff so today i decided that i was not going to rant about racism or politics or anything like that i really want to talk about entertainment and what do you find entertaining so i'm pretty nerdy and pretty simple so there are a lot of shows that i don't watch i do not watch reality shows let me say this i don't watch uh drama based reality shows like none of the none of the housewives of whomever uh none of that i i just don't like i, I don't like watching it and i don't like watching those shows because when you look at it, people are really like being entertained by human misery. Yeah. Think about it for a second. Think about, and I didn't see this. This is secondhand. So if it's a lie, somebody told it to me, but real housewives of Atlanta had a season where Kim Fields was on there and everybody talked about how boring Kim Fields character was because she's a grown ass woman. She ain't got time to be running around Atlanta, acting stupid, getting the fights with stuff. Like Nene and them, like it, it just doesn't make any sense. So I don't watch reality shows, especially like I said, drama based reality shows, uh, Real Housewives of where the fuck ever, uh, Love and Hip Hop. I I just don't like it because it also reminds me of like the Romans and putting people uh, in the cathedral and letting the lions like tear people apart because it's it's like a blood sport and I don't like that. So when I think about the stuff that I watch, it's usually really science fiction-y or maybe something that's topical or anything with the superhero. Like, if you want me to watch some shit, like have somebody flying around, shooting some beams out their eye or just changing into an animal, and your boy's there. But we're not going to talk about those shows. So what I really want to talk to you about today is Pose. FX has this hit series called Pose, and... For those of you who don't know, I am part of the team that uh, has created Birmingham Black Pride. And Haley Sahar, who plays Lulu, is going to be here in Birmingham for Birmingham Black Pride in August. Um, I think she's a beautiful young woman. I wish them all the luck, but I cannot watch Pose. Um, and I can't watch Pose because it's kind of triggering for me. I'm 52 years old, and Pose takes place like in what people would consider to be like my heyday, like the 90s. You know, in 1993, I was about 25, 26 years old. And, you know, this is the time frame in which Pose takes place. And just like what I'm seeing from, you know, y'all live tweeting on Facebook about Pose, uh, I had a lot of friends who died. Had a lot of friends who died. Um there were a lot of deaths uh, in the gay world um, back in the 90s. And 
not bringing politics or uh, race back into this, but when you look at a lot of the pictures from that time, even when you think about when HIV was first diagnosed, they called it GRIDS. It stood for gay-related immune deficiency syndrome, and they really thought that this was like a cancer that only white men could get because, as usual, they write black people out of <laughs> the narrative, even on something as terrible as uh, the AIDS crisis of the 80s and 90s. But there were black people who died. I had a lot of friends who died, a lot of wonderful friends who died. So it's kind of hard for me to watch Pose because it kind of takes you back to that place. Now, I will say this. I did watch a couple of the episodes from the first season, but after, like, episode three, I knew where this show was going, and I'm like, you know what, boy? You can't handle that. Um, I People think I'm really tough, and I'm really not. I cry a lot. Uh, I cry often. <laughs> uh, and I don't like crying when I'm sad. So if I'm watching Pose and I'm crying, I'm going to be crying because I'm sad, and I just don't want to, you know, go through that. But... With that being said, I hear it's a great show. Uh, they have been renewed for a third season, which is great for uh, a show that really centers around people of color and gay people of color on top of that. Because, you know, we don't really get no love a lot from um, the rest of the community. And speaking of the rest of the community, the NAACP Raggedy Ass Awards, you know, I have issues with uh, my people sometimes. I was talking to a group of ladies yesterday and we were talking about politics and how you have the conservatives and the liberals and the progressives and black people in general, not all older black people. Let me say that older black people are notoriously conservative. Like if it wasn't for the threat of social security being taken away under the hands of these Republicans or food stamps being cut, I guarantee you that on the basis of the whole pro-life versus pro-choice uh, gay issues, the majority of older black people are like on the wrong side of history. Uh, so with that being said, the NAACP has totally like snubbed uh, Pose. And, and, it, and it's sad because this is a great show. Everybody's talking about it. And this is a show that features, you know, people who look like me. People who act like me, people who, you know, in a lot of ways were me. I'm just hoping that Ryan Murphy doesn't do a Ryan Murphy on pose and like maybe like three or four seasons in, like turn Blanca into like a peacock or something, because that's some shit that he would do. Um, I love Ryan Murphy. <laughs> He's made some great shows, but that motherfucker has a, a very, very vivid imagination. But, yeah, so check out Pose. It's on FX. It comes on Tuesday nights. But, anyway, so I'm going to take a small break, and then I'll be back uh, to talk about some other shows that I'm very interested in. Talk to you later. Peace. This episode of Let Me Say This is brought to you by Birmingham Black Pride. Join Birmingham Black Pride this August 15th through 18th for our second annual Birmingham Black Pride. Tickets are now on sale on our website at birminghamblackpride.org. That's www.bhamblackpride.org. Girl, I don't want to go to jail. 
My friend Coco went to jail, and they broke her cheekbone and her nose. If you don't risk anything, you risk even more. <laughs> Closing in 10 minutes. Is that when you get all handsome? <laughs> Child, all this coach is making me weak. <laughs> So that was a clip from the first season of Pose. And uh, I kind of watched a little bit of that first season. And so I did want to come back and, like, clarify some other things that bothered me about Pose. Like, I hated the fact that you got black people, brown people stealing. Like, it just plays into one of those stereotypical tropes. And I think that's another one of the issues that I had. Another one of the issues that I had with the first season of of Pose. You know, in in addition to the people who were dying, then you also um, like just portray this, this whole culture of um, stunt queens and, you know, pretty much stealing stuff from other people. And I don't, and it's not just with Pose. I don't watch, I didn't watch Power and I didn't watch whatever the name of that show, Empire, yeah, Power and Empire. I didn't watch either of those. Just because of the whole gangster and, I don't know, I don't like stereotypes. (laughs) Like, I just do not like stereotypes. And, you know, and I can deal with, you know, I can even deal with some of the gay stereotypes. But I don't like the cultural stereotypes that are negative in the sense of moral character. And if if I have to watch another television show that has black people in it or brown people in it still, and I think I'm going to just cut off my arm. So that was another issue that I had with Pose. You know, I'm just kind of funny like that. I got a lot of little uh, quirks and proclivities that other people just don't have, but I just could not sit there and get conscious and watch them still. <laughs> like, it's just, and and I think about it, like, I don't even watch any of those, like, great robbery shows, um, movies or shows either. So I guess I'm pretty consistent with that. But anyway... Uh, I still think Pose is a great show. It's just not the 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 triggering thing is the thing that 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 gets me this time. I mean, last year I, I really didn't like that whole stealing shit because I also had a lot of friends who used to steal, and these girls were like taking folks to the cleaners. So there's also that. But anyway, so I talked about stuff I don't want to watch. What do I like watching? I really really like superhero shows. So like. For the last five years, on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday nights, I've always watched the superhero shows on CW. So it was The Flash, Green Arrow, um, then The Legends of Tomorrow, which probably should have been called Justice Society, which is a whole other thing in my nerdism. Supergirl is pretty good. Uh, The Flash, I think I may have mentioned that. But those those are like my core shows pure entertainment and what I do like about them is that they reimagine some of the characters so like Iris West who was married to the Flash aka Barry Allen was a black woman um, her in the comic book she was white so you know I do like the fact that they are kind of showing more diversity within the characters I also like the cultural diversity so in all of the shows on the CW there was at least one black and or trans character which I liked them because they weren't like, oh, let's find us a token black or a token gay or a token trans person, and we can say that we are culturally diverse. It wasn't like that. They were very intentional with their characters, and I think Supergirl probably has 
probably the most lesbian and or trans or gender non-conforming characters I've seen in a while. Uh, Supergirl's sister uh, is a lesbian, uh, so, you know, she's going to have to have a lesbian uh, partner in, you know, in order for you to know that she's a lesbian. They're not doing no scissoring or nothing like that, nasty asses. They, it, she just needs a girlfriend to show that, you know, she's a lesbian. Then you have uh, Dreamer. She's actually transgender. Uh, so it, there's a lot of um, good portrayals of people who, you know, live at the intersection of, the, of a lot of different uh, identities. I just, again, <sighs> I was listening to some, oh, was it, I don't know who it was, but there was some writer who they were trying to adapt one of her books to um, either movie, stage, or screen and she didn't want a black character playing one of the um, characters unless he was a bad guy. And I'm like, can we please, please stop with this shit? Like, every bad guy is not black. And it goes, I said I wasn't going to talk about racism. I'm not going to talk about racism. I'm not going to talk about racism. But every black character, it does not have to be some big burly dude who's going to rape, kill, or, or murder you. Like, that just that doesn't make any sense. But uh, there are a lot of good shows like that that are on right now. And I encourage you, you know, if you haven't taken a look at the CW shows, take a look at the CW shows. I say my favorite CW show for last. And that's because it's black as hell. <laughs> uh, black Lightning. I mean, you got black in the name, but Black Lightning was like one of the first black superheroes. Uh, there's a big debate between him and Luke Cage. But if you look at Marvel comic books and DC comic books from the 60s and 70s, Luke Cage and Black Lightning had the same afro. So I don't know which one of those Negroes came first, the chicken or the egg, but <clears throat> Black Lightning is another great character, and it's also a great show. Let me tell you what's bothering me about Black Lightning. Black Lightning is bothering me because it is really, really a black-ass show. Like, from the soundtrack that uh, that gets played, you know, with the action all of the characters, and they're like black, black. Like, they're like black people that I can really relate to. Everybody was so, you know, in love with the Cosby's. I couldn't relate to the Cosby's. I couldn't relate to some black people who actually own the fucking brownstone shit. Like, I I don't know that life. But I do know a two-parent home with two kids who are different. And, you know, just the life. The thing I like about Black Lightning you all you have the superhero aspect of it, but then you have the family aspect of it. The first season, uh, the oldest daughter, Anissa, you know, she was also a lesbian. CW shows, and her parents were just cool with it. it. Wasn't like they were like, "Oh, Anissa, what are we gonna do about you wanting to eat pussy?" It wasn't like that. They were like, "Well, how's your girlfriend doing?" And Anissa then went on about their you know merry little way. Same thing with uh, Jennifer. Uh, their youngest daughter. Now, Jennifer is the typical, like, high school student. What I liked about Jennifer and the parents, again, is they just kept shit real. A lot of parents don't want to talk to their kids about sex. And they had been telling Jennifer, you know, since she was a little bitty girl, that, hey, you know, when you get ready to have sex, we told you about the mechanics. Mom is explaining to you how it works. Let us know, you know, and parents say that all the time. But as parents, we know that we are lying because the last thing you want to do is think about your baby having sex. So Jennifer uh, and her boyfriend, Khalil, had decided they were going to have sex. And Jennifer came home, and just as casually as she wants to be, 
hey mom, dad, yeah. So me and Khalil are gonna um have sex next Saturday around two o'clock. So don't look for me around that time. I'll let you know when I get back home. And you know, her parents like, we said that shit, but we ain't mean it. Well, they didn't say that, but that's you know, they said it, but they didn't mean it. We do that all the time, parents. But anyway, they weren't assholes about it. They actually were pretty, um, pretty straightforward. You know, Jennifer, if you're ready for this, then you know, hey, go for it. Except for her dad. So her dad, <laughs> Black Lightning, the, the titular character, actually confronted the guy and asked him about <laughs> this was so funny. He asked him how he took showers, and because Khalil was also an athlete. So Khalil actually, you know, didn't take off any clothes or anything, but kind of showed him how, you know, you do your hair on their arms. And with Khalil, he actually did his feet before he did his middle parts. And the dad was like, so you're going to put your hands on them foot fungusy feet, and then you're going to put them down there, and you're going to put that in my daughter. He didn't say those words, but that was what he meant. But it was just kind of like an awkward dad-dad moment, especially for a liberal or progressive-minded minded dad who knew that his daughter was going to have sex with this guy. And although you don't want to talk about your children having sex, nobody wants to talk about their children having sex. Not even me. And I work in the industry in which we talk about sex all the time. But he just was like, okay, 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 we're going to do that. But anyway, Black Lightning is a great show. It almost got canceled this season. I really need y'all to go out and watch it. Black people, white people alike. Go back and watch some of the old episodes. I'm pretty sure they're probably on Netflix by now or on the CW app. CW uh, shows are free. But check it out. Uh, we need to keep these black people employed. And it's really just a good show. So that brings me almost to the end of this podcast. So I'm going to go to a break. And then when I come back, I'm going to give you my last little thing. So peace. This episode of Let Me Say This is brought to you by Birmingham Black Pride. Join Birmingham Black Pride this August 15th through 18th for our second annual Beham Black Pride. Tickets are now on sale on our website at behamblackpride.org. That's www.bhamblackpride.org. See you there. Peace. What is different about season four? Seeing the family protect themselves from one of their own, that's different. I'm gonna leave that. It gets shaken up. <laughs> the border loans are intense. This season is hell on wheels. Chaos, it's about to ensue. The knob was on like four of danger. We done twisted it up to nine, 10, 11, 12. This season, much of the intensity, the pain, the courage is an internal journey. People are having to dig deep inside of themselves and dare to be resilient in the face of some really challenging things. Nova wrote a book that exposed all of the family secrets, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Something I read about that book. Hollywood. What did you put in the book? Everybody is having to relive some things that they really didn't want to ever talk about again, including Vi, Charlie, and Ra. Say, I'm trying, Nova, just to understand why you do something like this. You know what I've been through. So, we are back. Again, thanks for listening to uh, Let Me Say This. So, that was a little bit of a trailer for one of my favorite shows, uh, fictional drama. I can do fictional drama. I just don't like doing quote-unquote real drama because that shit ain't real either. But Queen Sugar on OWN. Y'all, um, Oprah has some really good shows on OWN. Uh, she got some really bad ones too. I don't like any of the Tyler Perry shows, but... 
Queen Sugar is like, it's like black to black black with some molasses on it. Like the the family drama, the blended family stories, the um, just it's just a, a very very human centered show. I mean, if you haven't seen Queen Sugar, it's about the Bordelon family, which is a family who lives in uh, Louisiana, and they have a lot of family drama. I mean, from the fact that the father died without a will, which is so prevalent within the black community, to um, the oldest daughter writing a tell-all book, and now everybody's pissed the fuck off. Uh, Season four, I think, is going to take us on a wild, wild ride. I really can't wait to see where it goes. The first three seasons have been absolutely awesome. Like, the writing in this show is superb. Uh, Ava does a great job with the directing. and I mean, from the lighting to the soundtrack, everything is just always on point. And I like shows like that. I like shows where you can watch and go, hey, that kind of happened to me and my family, and we didn't handle it like that. Or we would have never handled that shit like that. <laughs> so, you know, it's one of those things where it's a really, really good show. Uh, I hope they get renewed for at least a two, two or three more seasons. They actually handle a lot of, um, I guess you would say, everyday issues that people encounter. They've done um, sexuality studies, like um, Blue, Ralph Angel's little boy, uh, plays with dolls. And, you know, black men, we need to get over the whole doll thing. They're, they're dolls. I mean, you can call your G.I. Joe whatever you want. That little motherfucker was a doll. Uh, so, you know, Ralph Angel doesn't have a problem with the with Blue playing with the doll. Then you have, you know, just health drama. You know, Aunt Vi came down with some mysterious disease, probably with lupus. Um, then you have Charlie getting her divorce because her husband was a professional basketball player who raped a girl. It's just a bunch of bullshit that people go through. Uh, not to that extent all the time, but y'all know what I'm saying. You know, they, they really do family drama, and they do family drama well. I cannot wait to see what happens with Nova dropping this uh, tell-all book. Uh, one thing about families, and it's not just true of uh, television families, but it's true of real families, too, families and their secrets. I mean, I think if I were to say that I would write a book about my family, they would probably just freak the fuck out. <laughs> just because, you know, people don't want you to know what they don't want you to know. But I'm not going to write a tell-all book about my family, but I am going to write a tell-all book about my life. I'm actually in the process of doing that, which is going to be pretty interesting. But, um, yeah, Queen Sugar is definitely a good watch. If you want to go back, you got three whole great seasons of just great writing, directing, acting, the whole nine yards. So um, so those are my three recommendations for the night, and I'm almost at my limit. Uh, I have not been drinking tonight, so hopefully when I edit this, it won't be crappy like the first edit I did of the show last night, which was horrible. <laughs> I was so embarrassed by that. But anyway, um, thanks for listening to Let Me Say This. If you guys have any ideas for shows that you want me to do, drop me an email, TonyDCWalker at gmail.com. You, if you know me in real life, you can always hit me up on Facebook, Tony D. Kristen Walker. That's C-H-R-I-S-T-O-N-W-A-L-K-E-R. But, yeah, so I'm about to get out of here 
And, um, yeah, so these are not necessarily test podcasts for real because I'm not going to be doing daily podcasts. That's not going to happen. But I will continue to do podcasts weekly. I just want to make sure that I get the sound right for my peeps because y'all are listening, and I want to make sure that you have something to listen to. So, anyway, I'm out for the night. Peace.